Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Katie Strotman, Deputy Director of the Fairfax County Public Library. We'll be chatting about educational resources, support to students, homeschool families, school partnerships, just a lot of good stuff about the library. And Katie, thanks for uh, being with us and talking with us today. Thanks for having me today. All right. Library. Big, uh, big system, big county, Fairfax County Public Library. But before we dive into the library and especially focusing on, on this conversation about the educational resources and, and work with, with kids, um, let's talk about you a little bit and, and your, uh, your involvement with the library. Uh, a passion or an interest to always work in the library system? Um, my background is actually elementary education. Hmm, so okay. I got started kind of roundaboutly. Um, I started out doing some of the children's programs for uh, the residents of the county, okay. the you know young people, right, right. all the way up to teens at one of our local libraries, which was you know twenty some years ago, <laughs> and um, I've always loved books and reading, which is probably a passion of right, many people right, that end up right. in the library and probably a requirement. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Right. So, um, kind of putting the two pieces together mm-hmm. um, is how I came into libraries. Right. You always been with Fairfax County. I have been. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You happen to be a native, or do you? you know? No, actually, I grew okay. up in South Dakota. Oh, wow. But I've been here for over thirty years, wow. so this feels South like South Dakota. Home. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I yeah. bet you don't have other guests that are from South Dakota, I, do I, you? I have not. I've been to South Dakota on a vacation. Good though. for you. So, You've yeah. been to Mount Rushmore, yeah, huh? We did. We All did. Right. <laughs> did. All right, Fairfax County Public Library. Before we dive specifically into it, kind of the overview, big picture. What is the library system? I mean, are there um, certain number of branches, any kind of numbers you want to throw out, what number of books, number of resources. I mean, just let sure. you kind of give me the, the, the layout the, on the, the library. The big picture, yeah. yeah. Well, we have 23 library branches spread oh, wow. all around the county, and we do pride ourselves on being available and close by in the neighborhoods and in mm-hmm. the communities. Mm-hmm. But we're also larger than that. We have a lot of virtual we call them resources, Mm. that people can reach online through our website. And I think that's a piece of it that people um, maybe have not paid as much attention to, that the website does provide lots and lots of databases, for instance, lots of e-books, that kind of Mm. thing, that you can reach without going in one of our library branches. But our branches, of course, have lots of resources, and one of them is our staff. We do have trained staff in all of the libraries that are there to help families, students, um, all ages really find the resources and the information they're mm-hmm, looking for mm-hmm. or just help them find their favorite book to mm-hmm. read for pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I didn't realize it was 23 branches. That, uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. It is amazing, actually. And they do all have a little bit of a community feel to mm-hmm. them. We do buy centrally and we do buy according to uh, demographics and that kind of oh, thing okay. and the size of the library. But we also do tailor them to the community. So mm-hmm. if a particular community has lots of preschoolers, for instance, right. there might be more picture books. Oh, wow. Or the residents uh, have maybe, um, you know, Spanish as one of the languages they speak. We might have a collection in a particular library oh, that's wow. in Spanish. So we do tailor the programs and the services we offer to right. each community. Interesting. You mentioned the online resources. So maybe let's talk about that for mm-hmm. a while. A lot of um, Good stuff there that folks, as you say, maybe not aware of. I mean, you mentioned databases, different kind of things like that. Again, let's kind of 
give me the, the broad yeah. picture online, and then we'll kind of dive into some of those. Well, everybody that has a library card has the opportunity to use the resources. Oh, okay. So pretty much you go to the website and, and click on the online resources button, and then you enter your library card number, which authenticates mm. you oh, and okay. allows you to get into the databases. And we have everything from popular magazines that just can be downloaded to your iPad, for instance. Oh, wow. You can flip through you know, the latest a magazine, just like you would if you had the actual copy in your hand. Wow. We also have databases that are tailored for all sorts of different things, from students that need you know, project help and information um, about a biography, a short story, uh, history, geography, uh, newspaper indexes that go way back if they need an old story or something. But we also have things that help people learn new languages. Mm. We have um, databases that help with test preparation. Oh, wow. We have online tutoring um, so oh, that yeah. students can come in at certain wow. times and get help with their math or wow. something like that. Now, I'm sure a lot of folks maybe didn't know about no, that. No, I don't think so. And with the wow. school year, you know, recently starting yeah. and uh, those first uh, – quarter grades coming out. Some parents may be interested in knowing more about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Might, might get a spur right. in interest after the report cards come right, out. Right, exactly. Wow. Yeah. But that is through the Library of Virginia, and they are certified teachers that are doing the work, you know, directly online. Wow. So the student would, you know, share a math problem, and mm-hmm. the certified teacher on the other end of it would be helping them work through the problem. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, you need a library card to access these services. So can I just go online and get a library card, or do I physically have to go to a branch and get a library card? Right. You can do all the paperwork online, mm-hmm. and you can get a temporary card, which will allow you wow. just write automatically to get into these databases, for instance. But eventually, when you need to go into a library or after that temporary card has expired, you will need to go into a branch and actually hmm. pick up your card. Okay. And um, all we do is just you know verify address. Right, right. And okay. it's a pretty easy process. Pretty uh, pretty sweet deal, too. And free. Uh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> as long as you turn your books back in. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And, and uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but you, even a little leniency there, it's not like it, it expires in a minute, and you're you're right there. Uh, well, it has a it has a date yeah. when it it's due, yeah. and if you're late the next day, then for instance, you would have a fine. Right. The beauty of ebooks right now, of which we have a huge collection, is they automatically expire. Oh, so there's no overdue fees associated okay. with ebooks, and so you don't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I had a question I was going to ask, and it just totally went out of my mind. Understand. But yeah, <laughs> it's one of those senior moments. But we are we were going to kind of talk a lot about uh, the, the the school kids and the resources, mm-hmm. the things that are available and, and just like the the homework, uh, the tutoring yeah. help, et cetera. I mean, I had no idea there that was there. I'm sure a lot of folks listening didn't as well. What are other are there other uh, kind of things or resources like that that um, our school children could take advantage of from the library? Yeah, we have a couple of things. We have a partnership with some high school students that in a number of our libraries across the county have set up uh, like tutoring sessions Hmm. with individual children. So we do have some of those Hmm. kinds of things going on. So Hmm. like an in-person during the entire school year. We also have a read to the dog program at many of our libraries, which 
Uh, it kind of goes along with what you were just talking about before. And um, we have uh, organizations that come into the library with their tra trained dogs. Right. And the students read to the dog, which is a very non-judgmental way, especially for a child that may be struggling a little bit oh, with reading. Um, read, they yeah. read for like a 15-minute session to a dog. Hmm. And the dog, of course, is... You know, Soaking happy in, and yeah. yeah, wagging his tail and all of those kinds of things. So we do certainly cool. have that. Um, we have partnerships with the schools. So we do know about, um, for instance, the push <clears throat> now for online textbooks. <clears throat> so we want parents to know that we have public computers that are available free of charge. And lots of times we're finding that there are some students that don't have access mm -hmm. to either a computer or the online resources that the online textbooks are now required. Requiring, or they have multiple children that mm. all need to be on one computer at yeah, the house. Right. And um, as the schools continue to move towards that online textbook industry, um, we certainly are seeing parents that, you know, need to be able to come in and use our computers yeah, for that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the we're, we're talking about, of course, a lot of the resources that are available online and et cetera. But before we go too far... Can you give out the website address uh, so that folks will know where to, to go to access this information? It's www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash library. Okay. Pretty easy to remember. Pretty easy. Fairfax. Or if you get even to the main, home, right. you know, the Fairfax County page, there's right. a link from there, too. And can search library if you, if you need mm -hmm. to, fairfaxcounty.gov slash library. Right. We're talking with Katie Strotman, Deputy Director of the Fairfax County Public Library, about Already, it's just so many resources I had no idea of that, that are at the library. And I promised you before we started, I would not give you a gotcha question. But here's one question that just kind of came up. It's not really meant to be a gotcha. But what would you say to folks that say, well, I don't really need to go to the library. I mean, I've got the Google the yeah. source of all knowledge. Yeah, well, you know, uh, libraries all across the country are struggling with that mm. because um, certainly the way we get information has changed yeah. since, mm. you know, libraries started mm -hmm. all those years ago. And we're seeing that today. I mean, that is one of the reasons that we have databases that are authoritative databases. Mm. I mean, we all know that you can Google and find your answer. And you can also Google or, and find a lot of misinformation. Right, find a lot of answers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're not sure which one right, is accurate. Right. So um, we will always be there to help with that information piece of it. It's just, you know, what are our resources? Mm -hmm. How are we getting that information to people? Uh, you know, the students today, especially, uh, they've grown up with, you know, iPhones and yeah, uh, yeah. they're not the same kind of student that, for instance, I was, mm -hmm. um, where you went to the library and you opened up the encyclopedia right. and you actually, you know, had to write down or right. whatever the information. Right. They are not used to doing that no. and they are not going to do that. They're, they want the information quickly. They have the devices to look mm -hmm. for the information mm -hmm. quickly. And what we really need to do as a library system is to help them know what's authoritative and what isn't, yeah. to help them refine their search um, to many times, like, say, for a school paper or something like that, they have to have multiple resources. Right, right. And so we're really there to help them kind of get all those educational resources in one place mm -hmm. beyond Google, mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. will. Yeah. So I guess it's important for parents, even if they're, like you said, maybe not going to the library as much as we have in the past, 
still need to stress the importance of getting that library card so that their children of any age can go online and access the services through the library online. But as you said, especially more important with, I would think, maybe the middle school and up high school kids that that just are online all the time. I know my son, is, his two fingers are just constantly going yeah. on his phone. It's I think it's everywhere, and yeah. I think that's only going to continue yeah. as we have more and more devices that come out that are easy to access that kind of information. And, you know, teens really have lots of um, homework assignments mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, we also hope that teens will read for pleasure, sure. that, um, you know, they might come in and interact with other teens. We see um, now in the school system there are a lot of group projects, and many times they need a place to to meet. You know, we have tables and chairs and the resources they need to help them work, for instance, on a group project or right. something like that. So I think it's, it can be a combination for us that the teens or middle schoolers into high school kind of thing can use our facilities. They can also use our resources online mm-hmm. and they can get the information they need for their assignments. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we've heard this so many times, vitally important for parents to read to children when they're very young and get, get them in the habit of liking to, mm-hmm. to read, and then they start reading and just keeping that kind of as a, as a family value, if you right, will. Right, yeah. right. We have a lot of um, early literacy uh, resources, too. Hmm. In our libraries, we do story times, as right, I mentioned right, before, right. but we also have resources online. We have Tumble Books, which is an uh, online resource for parents to use. It has puzzles and games hmm. and beginning okay. reading books and that kind of thing. We also recognize that sometimes parents aren't as comfortable about picking you know, what is what is a book I should be reading to right. my child or That's how true. should I be reading to my child? You know, many of us... Um, will, you know, sit down and and read a book to a child, but are we really talking to them about the story that's going on, asking them the colors, pointing out that, you know, the boy looks happy, the dog Mm. looks sad, the whatever, so that we're giving them just a little bit more so that they understand the language and, you know, part of what goes on in a story so they're able to predict ahead. That's an excellent point. So, you know, there are a lot of those kinds of resources, too, that the library has available for parents or caregivers. Okay. I know you gave out the website earlier. If if someone is listening right now and they're thinking, wow, I just had no idea, I I would really like to, you know, take more advantage of of these opportunities and and the the resources – just go online, go to their local branch. I mean, how would they find their branch if they didn't know where it is? Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, the, either one of those things would actually work. The suggestions you mentioned, they certainly can go on the library's website, and there is a way to find their closest library. Um, we're very lucky here in Fairfax County that, you know, you can almost draw a circle around your little neighborhood and find two or three libraries mm. in that area. So it might be the direction you're headed home from work. That's okay. the most convenient branch or something. So we can certainly help you find the closest branch. Talking to somebody in one of those libraries would be um, a great way to, you know, find out more about the resources we offer. And, um, you know, certainly calling library administration or uh, me directly would be perfectly fine, too. I'd be happy to share um, more about what we do and the resources we offer with okay. anyone. Uh, do you have that library administration number yes, or anything you want to pass out? Okay. Uh-huh, 703 Three one zero zero. Okay. All right. Awesome. Um, you mentioned an interesting uh, 
point there I was going to follow up on. You said maybe I'm driving home from work or whatever. So does that mean I don't have to go to the library that's in my neighborhood? I can go to any of them? You can go to any library, right? Okay. You can check out from any library or drop off at any library okay. if you have, you know, a physical book, for okay. instance. Um, as you talk about going to or from work, yeah. too, we have a lot a lot of um, resources for people that have long commutes. So if you like, like to listen books? to an audio book okay. or love, something I like that, that or kind of stuff, yeah. download something to your iPhone that you can listen to on okay. Metro or whatever. Okay. So uh, maybe my family goes to my neighborhood mm-hmm. library on the weekend and we get a bunch of books or whatever, but then I can drop them off at another? Correct. Lo- okay. So you're making it very convenient. There's ha- not hardly any excuses. There aren't. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, one thing I want to touch on, we talked a, l- uh, a lot about the resources to students, and I think... I know I and maybe some of our listeners were just kind of assuming Fairfax County public school students, but there's also a lot of students that are homeschooled in Fairfax County. And private schools, too. Private schools, too. Yeah, absolutely. And um, some of the same exact things apply, no matter if you're you're homeschooled. You're still a student, right, or if you're in a private school. Uh, Some of the assignments could be slightly different. Mm -hmm. Um, In some cases, we have um, groups of homeschoolers that meet in the library because lots of times they're looking Hmm. for that, you know, kind of um, group activity, you know, or something like that. But the actual resources are probably the same across the board, no matter what students you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, just as a side note, I think the library is uh, in or about to wind down the 75th anniversary. I know we had uh, the director of the library, Sam Clay, on our conversation a while back, uh, specifically talking about the anniversary, but uh, it's, been a, it's been a big uh, year for the library, 75th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it we're um, we've had programs. Uh, the library foundation is having a gala recognizing mm-hmm. the 75th anniversary, and you know any time uh, an agency or a department Absolutely. is 75 years old, right, it's a pretty right. big deal. Okay, we're almost out of time, Katie. But before we do, I just want to make sure that we've covered everything that we need to to talk about because I am certainly not the expert on on libraries. So. Is there anything we haven't mentioned, uh, any resources, anything about the Fairfax County Public Library that you want to make sure that that our listeners uh, uh, know before you go? Well, I really appreciate the opportunity to come here and talk about this topic because we certainly do want to get the word out about all the resources we have. We also have volunteer opportunities. Uh, Lots of times we have, you know, teens that need to do some community service time. So Mm -hmm. at some of our our branches, we're able to accommodate some of the teens with their hours. We also have um, opportunities for teens to work in the library, uh, reshelving the books and that kind of thing. So we do offer volunteer opportunities, Mm -hmm. uh, paid opportunities. And, of course, I want to highlight the staff that work at all of our branches because they really are the experts that help each and every day as people come in looking for information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if you, have a, if you have a question, just go to the library because, like you said, those folks are amazing and will help yeah. you get the answer to the question. Right. So, okay. A lot of resources available at the Fairfax County Public Library, 23 branches, I think you mentioned, uh, across the county. I know you can't give all the locations, but uh, maybe just give us that website again or if there's a main telephone number that folks can call if they have any questions about the library or anything like that. Any, any kind of resources that folks can get the resources from. (laughs) Right. So the website, again, is www.fairfaxcounty.gov slash library. And that main administrative phone number is 703-324-9000. 
3100. Awesome. Okay. And if you are a parent, as uh, Katie indicated, uh, report cards uh, coming out soon. So if you see some uh, letters on that report card that you're not happy with, uh, take advantage of the resources at the library. A lot of stuff there for, uh, for students. So thanks for uh, being on the conversation with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, listening, and uh, again, we uh, ask our uh, favor of you if you could go to the iTunes store and leave a comment and a rating. Uh, whatever the star rating is fine, but uh, selfishly, we'd like a four or a five. The higher the star rating, the easier it is for folks to uh, find the podcast in the iTunes uh, directory. Also, the County Conversation available on the Stitcher app, so uh, I know that's the way I listen to podcasts, so uh, download that if you haven't. And uh, Bookmark the county conversation. For more Fairfax County news and events, visit fairfaxcounty.gov news. You can also call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The county conversation is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government, and we thank you for listening.